Kiwis travelling to the UK on a youth mobility visa will soon be able to stay there for three years instead of two. The deal was reached last year but has been brought forward to start from July. The same agreement means young Brits will be able to come here for three years and the age band has been extended to people up to 35 years old. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins says bringing forward the extension will help support businesses through labour shortages. This is fantastic news for Kiwis who want to go and spend some time in the UK and do their working holiday. They'll now be able to go for longer, earn more money uh, and enjoy all of what the Northern Hemisphere has to offer. But it's also great news for Kiwis and Kiwi businesses too uh, because a lot of our businesses attract workers from the UK who come here on working holiday visas. They're now going to be able to work for up to three years instead of just one year. Uh, That's going to be great news for those businesses. So this is a win-win for both of our countries. It's a great opportunity for Kiwis who want to get some OE experience, but also a great opportunity for um, for young people from the UK to come here and enjoy all of what New Zealand has to offer and contribute to our workforce in the meantime. Commerce CEO Leanne Watson says that it'll help with labour force shortages, but there's a long way to go. Well, look, today's announcement will be welcomed and will certainly assist some of the sectors um, that we know have desperately missed our sort of our work, working tourists over the last few years. Um, and of course, for those that are already here, um, they have that extension to their stay that, that will be, um, you know, very welcomed. Um, so, by and large, it's positive, but I certainly don't believe it will have the sort of impact that is needed to address the dire situation we're in across the country on labour market shortages. And what sort of roles do do these people on these two now three year visas work in? Um, look, I think it will be quite wide-ranging. Um, we know certainly uh, a, a lot in the hospitality sector, the tourism sector, you know, some, depending on their skill set, um, you know, may, may work in other industries, but they do tend to um, be those types of roles where they can, you know, either work in the evening and, and experience uh, our great country uh, during the day or vice versa. Um, so it just depends a little bit on the skills that they bring with them um, when they get here. And so you're saying not really enough to make you know, a big difference or to um, improve the whole situation. What would you like to see happen to make that better? Well, to give you a bit of an example, um, we've just done a recent report and um, in that recent report, New Zealand's need for workers will outstrip supply by a quarter of a million by 2048. So it's pretty dire. Without policy changes, our tightest labour market ever will only be uh, tighter. So what we're really looking for is some long-term thinking and a bit of a reset on our immigration policy to address the issues both in the short term and the long term. That's, uh, that'll give businesses certainty and it will ensure that they can operate at full capacity, um, which right now many of them can't. And what about that with the youth mobility visa? This one's just for the UK, this announcement today. Is there merit in extending that to other countries? Oh, look, any leaders that we can um, that we can use right now to um, open ourselves up and to make sure that we are seen as an attractive destination for um, you know for migrants for working holiday um, makers, uh, it will be very welcome. But what we're suggesting is that there needs to be, I guess, some longer term thinking and a wider look at all of the immigration policy settings that will really be required to address this um, very dire situation that we've got with labour market constraints right across um, you know, across New Zealand right now. Can you paint a bit of a picture for us of what the situation's like in Canterbury now? You know, we have got borders open again. Has there been any easing of that shortage that kind of got worse in the, in the COVID years? 
still the number one issue for our business community um, through our latest uh, quarterly business survey um, that the Chamber does. That is still the number one issue that has been for the last, um, this is the third quarter in a row. And how that's playing out is we're seeing um, sectors such as the manufacturing just not been able to meet their full production orders because they have not got enough staff to um, fully gear up their, their production lines. Or we're seeing um, you know, restaurants not opening um, their normal hours because they simply can't get enough staff or they've, you know, they're apologising for the, um, you know, less than, less than that great service because they're short-staffed. Uh, it's right across every sector. We, you know, we're hearing from high-tech companies who just can't get enough digital, um, you know, skilled people into, into roles. So it's really having an impact on our ability to just do business and to um, really make sure that we can drive our economic recovery after what has been a pretty challenging um, couple of years. Well, what do you think the priority should be for the Immigration Minister right now? I think it is to just take a look at that uh, longer-term setting, understand how these um, issues are playing out right across our different communities, take a look at um, the priority list and really, really understand what that needs to look like. We do know that there is a focus on, uh, you know, growing skills and looking at education here in, in New Zealand, and that's really important, but it has to be an and, not an or. Uh, and we have to make sure that we are looking at all of the levers that we've got available. So really making sure that we've got um, the right skills on those lists and uh, making sure that we've got the right settings so that New Zealand is seen as a um, valuable proposition because we're now playing in an international global talent war. Um, we used to just compete with Australia. Now every country across the world has minimum constraints and so if we don't have a really strong uh, value proposition to attract people here and to provide certainty and certainty for pathways to residency, um, then all of a sudden the queue to New Zealand is getting pretty short. It's Leanne Watson there from the Canterbury Chamber of Commerce.